In another episode of the Simple Success Podcast. And this is financial life coaching from a happiness perspective. What did you just say? I didn't say anything yet, DT. But I could feel it. Okay, well, as always, think of it as coaching happiness. When you change you, you change everything. So you felt it? I did. Like in kinesthetic learning? I, I know not of what you speak, my liege. Um, like in learning by feeling. If it can be measured and turned into a game, then yes. Oh, DT, someone seems excited today. Did you win the lottery? No, silly. Gambling is not the answer. You know that. I'm excited to be here with all our friends on this podcast. Okay, cool. Now, this is part of a learning process, and we're here talking about gamification, which I'm sure you've heard of by now. Gamify what? Gamification. Big word, dude. Trying to impress me or something? Not exactly, DT. Unless you're actually worth impressing, that is. I think I'll ask for a rewinding sound so people will forget that comment. Now we're starting from a new spot. Are you talking about that Robin Hood thing last year? And if you were, how is that an example of gamification? Um, uh, uh, and while you're at it, what is gamification anyway? That's three questions in one, DT, but... For now, I'll call it the right to the moon thing. And I'll tell you how it was an example. I'm all pointy-eared. And being pointy-eared can be very cute, but we digress. It was an example. Yes, it was. There was actually quite a lot of controversy over the idea of it being too easy to trade because of the game-like structure. Since it was fun, it incentivized people, as one of its business goals, to trade more often. What's wrong with trading more often? Don't we want people to get their, uh... Backs up. Off the wall. Yeah, that's the ticket, Fred. Well, I don't know about their backs, but getting going is pretty important. But in investing, a lot of people think we should all be concerned with how much a trade costs. Because? Because when a trade costs more, your profit, and therefore your profit margin, is a lot smaller. Clarification here, rather than more gamification, please. With a smaller profit margin... You might have a clear incentive to do things too often to make up for it. And why is that important? Because people often don't understand what's really going on, and they come up with a way to explain it. Is that why there are so many how-to videos on YouTube? Yeah, that's part of it. So they missed the real point, which was that investors probably shouldn't have to pay some company just because they made it possible to trade. Well, that sounds pretty necessary, though, doesn't it? Well, it does, and it is. But when it has a name like Payment for Order Flow, it takes on more of an extortion feel. So how does that connect to the concept of gamification? Well, just like I said, since some people didn't understand the whole Payment for Order Flow thing, they blamed the whole problem on things being too easy. That's pretty primitive. Yeah, it is. But like many things, that's a different topic. Okay, so what's the idea behind gamification? It's when people started talking about how they could create more engaging experiences. So users would stay longer and get more engaged with whatever was going on. In engaging experiences? <sighs> yeah, why not try to design an experience that would be fun? And so gamification is somehow related to the stock market? Well, as it turns out, there's actually quite a bit of overlap between the two. So... One of the things that you'll hear me say over and over again on this show is that the best way to get better at anything is to practice. And practice makes better, not perfect, right? Eventually perfect, but better works just fine to start. So if you want to become a better trader, 
if you want to become better at investing, if you want to improve your life financially, if you want to do any number of those things, then the best thing you can do is just start practicing. And if you want to become a better investor, start investing. Yeah, with some sort of structured practice. That's why I love gamification, because it allows you to take the practice part of the practice and apply it to other areas of your life. Oh, I like being clever like that. Isn't that one way to reach our riches goal too? It is, but we must be patient in our waiting for that. How patient? Patient enough that no matter what happens during our bathroom breaks, you'll just stay calm and think of it as... Our bathroom? Break number one. Hello, everyone. This is John with the Simple Success Podcast, financial life coaching from a heaviness perspective. Because we know you want to show us some serious love in return for the tremendous benefits you get from us. Please head over to the support link in our written show notes. That's the words on your podcast player. There, you can choose from a $9.99 per month doing level of support, a $4.99 knowing level or a basic intro level of just 99 cents per month. Great place to start, whichever you choose. Thank you so much for helping us do this for you. And to leave us a voice message, which just might see the light of day in a future podcast, go to those same written show notes. You'll go to a site where you can leave a video, audio, or text-only message, depending on how you feel at the moment. You can also send us an audio file attached to an email if you use just more than your phone for stuff. I won't repeat those links because weird. And anyway, show notes. It's all in there and it's all easy. Before the break, you were talking about some being patient stuff. What was it again? You know, DT, you must exercise patience in all you do to be able to get the best out of your work. Even when stock trading? Everything, including trading stocks. Napoleon Hill says that patience, persistence, and perspiration make an unbeatable combination for success. Now, I personally like to replace perspiration with repetition, as you are very aware. And, as our listeners cannot deny. True, but I still mean the same thing as Hill did. I need to be better in stock trading. Is there any advice you have for an amateur investor like me? Do I smell humility here? What humility? DT admitting that he's an amateur at something. Well done, DT. Is this advice, or are you just poking fun at me? Both. <laughs> What's your point? Whatever. <laughs> oh, I, I see. So, let's go back to the example of trading stocks. Thank you, John. My sometimes annoying friend. The reason I think gamification works so well in the context of trading is that trading is inherently challenging for most people. Being fun helps, too. Yes, which a lot of pundits consider the dark side, even blaming algorithms like they were some sort of magic circle or something. Which means they don't know what one is. So yes, fun is huge. Got an example? Well, sure. You know how I like to count steps. Yes. So the data from that is sometimes kind of boring. But with gamification, data that might be boring becomes, or can become, right, or can become a super fun challenge and a kind of game. Hence the name. Right. And I think that philosophy should extend beyond exercise to other things, like trading. And why is that so? Because the markets move fast. They're volatile. There's uncertainty. Ooh, I don't like uncertainty. But to trade successfully, if you're following what other people think, you have to constantly be learning new skills and improving your existing ones. But you're saying you don't? No. 
you just use my PPR approach. Patience, persistence, and repetition to win no matter what. Patience is still very important then. Most deaf DT. In fact, here's where gamification helps. Wonderful. The secret itself. Hmm. How does gamification help? John. Thanks, TT. Gamification helps you do that because it adds fun to whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. If it's done right. Correct. So instead of you having to figure out how the system works, which is a sign of a lazy developer in my opinion, you instead have the system making it fun for you. That's a huge incentive. If I were Fred, I'd say... I am taking notes. <laughs> Thanks, Fred. But really good of you, DT. You came with your pen and notebook today. I wanted you to notice it. Now, what other methods does gamification use? Okay, good question. Let's look at that. Instead of figuring out how to manage risk, you can use a risk management tool. And instead of thinking through every single aspect of what you're doing, you can focus on the core principles and leave everything else to the computer. Pretty cool. The stuff that blesses my heart. <laughs> Why the spark in your eyes, DT? Because I'm thinking gamification has some fun aspects to it. Oh, yes, DT. If you can find ways to make it fun, which platform designers include in the game mechanics, then you're much more likely to stick with it. Ah, so the extrinsic motivation here is the fun aspect of gamification. Exactly, DT. And so one of the things that I found particularly helpful is using games to help people learn how to invest and trade stocks. One of the bad actors in the world of gamification. I know we can't all be rich. It's all in your mind. So true, Alex. Whatever the mind conceives, it can achieve. Even poverty and riches. And that's not so obvious, but it's important even so. Ah, so it's not just a get-rich-quick scheme. No, but Hill likens stock trading to gambling, which is actually pretty interesting. He says that the difference between good investing and bad investing is like the difference between playing cards and gambling. A little explanation would help here. Okay, when you play cards, you have evaluated the game and the probable outcomes. You may not be as good as the recent world champion of poker or something, but you practice to be that good. By contrast, when you gamble, you lose control. You put up to chance whether or not you might win, and yet you can still learn from the process. Aren't risks part of the investing game? Yes. To be an investor, you have to take risks. However, Hill advises that when you gamble on investments or anything else, never bet more than you can afford to lose. And I've always said, and I've always said the same thing as a professional financial advisor. Which you're not now. Well, not anymore anyway. I work for real people like you now. Okay, but you give this Hill guy a lot of credit. Does he have evidence to back his claims? Well, he talks of the 1929 stock market crash from a personal level. Glad that wasn't me. True that, DT. And he says that many people lost everything during that time. This was because of their greed to make more money quickly and without planning. He says that even if you lose money, have a mental attitude of looking for the seed of improvement. Actual learning opportunity detected. You mentioned that the idea of gamification can be used to teach people how to invest. Can it also be used to teach people self-control? Yes, but it is a skill that you have to practice until you learn. 
You should practice more self-control yourself. What? Have I given you any vibes suggesting that I need more self-control? Yes, John. Like knowing how far is too far to keep talking without breaks. Ah, I get it. Our friend needs something here. Fina, can you read his mind? I am not a mind reader. Words work better. Words it is, then. Yes, Daniel. Words that are not boring, please. Yes, agreed. And before you go on any further, I'd like to... But first, break number two. We know a lot about you already, because we know ourselves. For example, we know that you know how to listen to our podcast. We also know that you probably know how to subscribe. So as soon as you're done with that, tell us your story. We have ways you can contact us. It involves a special link where you can leave us a message. We may have an email address for you as well in the future, and we'll let you know if that happens. The reason for subscribing? I thought you'd never ask. When you subscribe, you automatically download all future episodes of that podcast. It just happens in your player without you having to go search again. How cool is that? This means better rankings for the podcast, more attention from advertisers, and more money. And this means more and better stuff for you. So your motivation is simple and easy. Subscribe today, whatever app, and from whatever place you like. And don't just try to subscribe. There is no try. There is only do. We're changing the way we look at things. And remember, that's good. Eso es bueno, Sibyl. Also remember, this is financial life coaching from a happiness perspective. Coaching happiness. Our call to action is right in the show notes. Find it and you win too. Before our much appreciated break, we were talking about self-control and gamification, weren't we? Close. We were talking about gamification and investing in the stock exchange. Yeah, and the Robin Hood thingy. So how do all these tie to investing? Well... Most people who use gamified technologies like Robinhood tend to become more skilled over time. All right. Why do people love it? The cool part, of course. The cool part about Robinhood is that they offer free trades. So you can sign up for free and trade stocks for free. What motivates them to run from the platform? They charge a fraction of each share when you decide to buy or sell on the financial markets. That's the payment for order flow thing I was talking about before. So, it is a commission of sorts? Well, yeah, it is sort of, DT. And remember that there's no such thing as something for nothing. Robinhood has created a platform that gives you access to live data feeds from the exchanges. I see. That's their supply that meets demand. Yes, and supply must be paid for. So, how can a user of gamified platforms like Robinhood use gamification for investing purposes? Another good question. One can use them to practice making trades, practicing aspects like entering orders, canceling orders, etc. And once you become familiar with that, you can move on to other parts of the app. For example, they also have a simulator where you can practice things like technical analysis. What do you mean by technical analysis? This is a financial analysis that uses patterns in market data to identify trends and make predictions in the stock market. I've always liked to point out that it's using trading patterns instead of individual company fundamentals to pick the stock winners. It's got the same objective. It's just a different way of doing it, which you might or might not find useful. Why is that important? Because it's used by many individual professional traders to help them make decisions. Better decisions? Well, hopefully better decisions, yeah. In other words, it helps you in going for the right trading strategy. Exactly, DT. It gives you leverage and minimizes your chance of losses. 
This is a good thing. Yes, this is a good thing. And it encourages people to invest in stocks no matter their level of expertise. Gamification sounds really resourceful to beginner investors. Very resourceful. You can practice it by entering a real-world company, then simulate buying and selling them. Or you can simulate shorting shares of XYZ company stock, and eventually, when you're ready for a deeper level, you can try this in real time. Shorting? Well, yeah, it's the opposite of regular investing and worthy of a show all to itself, which we'll do. You can create a position in the market that will allow you to profit if the price goes down. If you think that the value of a company is going to fall, you can take out a loan against the value of that company and then sell shares of it at a lower price than the amount you borrowed. Wow, that's pretty clever. It can be. And all of these are tools that will allow you to learn how to invest without having to worry about whether or not you're making bad decisions. That's the whole point of gamification. So, there's psychology and gamification efforts, too? Well, let's think. Psychology is everywhere, and the stock market is somewhere. So, I'll go with yes. Points for your sarcasm, kind sir. It's all about motivation. Motivation to learn something. Motivation to keep working at it. And motivation to succeed. I know rewards keep people motivated. And some platforms use reward systems as a gamification strategy. Rewards can be anything, like unlocking a certain level or a certain function. I sure would like to try trading stocks on a gamified platform. Then just do it. There's no such thing as trying. There's only doing. They'll kick you. Then they'll beat you. Then they'll tell you it's fair. Who? What are you talking about, E.T.? They. They who? They. Them. Us. Me. Doubting Thomas, are you still here? Oh, yeah. I'm thinking out loud about... How I'm going to use leverage to reach my goals. Your goals? Which are what? I'm going to use PPR on stock trading until I become a pro. Practice. Persistence. Repeat. Until you what? Until I win. Gamification program or not, my mind is made up towards success already. You go, DT. How does it feel to be successful? Divinely practiced. Which is how you've all gotten good. Gracias por escuchar. A la prochaine. This podcast and our other podcasts are productions of Little Red Hen Industries. The supporting cast who helps me bake the bread includes Techno King, John C. Brandy, Fact Checker, Abraham Lincoln, French Consultant, Virginia Mitchell, Media Expert, Favor, Abbasi E.K., Psychologist, William James, Rabbit Hole Advisor, Dr. Mark Perrot, Sound Designer, Googly Amo, Marconi, Spanish Consultant, Cameron J.K. Brandy, Videographer, Alfred Hitchcock, Audio Props, Les Paul, Inspiration, Napoleon Hill and Earl Nightingale. We also have websites, and you can subscribe to both podcasts and get ebooks and other great stuff. You can send us a video, audio, or text message, but of course, you'll have to head to the show notes, either on your phone or on the web, to actually get links and stuff. And those clickable links are in the show notes. And before we forget, the artificial intelligence or AI voices you hear in our work come from the online tone generator linked in the show notes. Finally, you can find us on Podmatch and Listen Notes, where we consider guests and guesting on other pods. And really finally, the music for our pods comes from Cute by Bent Sound and from Piano Background by Nick Simon Adams. 
The sound effects credits go to Jackson Academy Ashmore, Canoe CG, Dr. Jekyll, Joe Payne, Everything Sounds, MK Play Moth Stories, ERH, and Just Good Ink. Yes, that's his name. All on freesound.org. Paul.